0: It is likely since ravens are symbols of destiny and divine intervention that Manway also had some ravens at his disposable. That's <laughs> at, at his disposal. <laughs> disposable ravens. <laughs> disposable camera. You can um, only use them once. Sorry. It's uh, okay. It's yeah.
1: Welcome to Exploring Middle Earth, um, a Middle Earth podcast. You probably figured that out from the title, yeah. But I'm just reminding you in Not case you forgot. Ne-
0: everyone needs a reminder, Jack.
1: Yeah, but we're nearing our end of the Hobbit uh, deep dive. Yeah, only one or two more, three chapters left. So probably let's we'll
0: see. A, let's see a show of hands who has enjoyed this uh, Hobbit deep dive so far. Okay. Uh, look, not a lot of people. Grant and I eggs. didn't even put our... <laughs> we have enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, we have enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah. fun to read through it again and then uh, also just kind of pick it apart, which is funny because in English class when we would have to read all those books and pick apart it, and pick mm-hmm. apart it, pick, apart pick it, it apart, um, and like go through all like the literary devices and whatnot, mm-hmm. it was like, it was okay, but it wasn't very fun. But this is a book we like.
1: Yeah. Well, also there's a lot, there's a lot more lore to it than like... Yeah. The Great Gatsby Well yeah It's something we enjoy Yeah
0: Well actually The Great Gatsby Yeah is I did
1: After high school I did get a lot more Into reading Than I did in high school Yeah So It's just school Man It messes yeah, it, it up Man
0: you It's know. school man But the school year Should be out for everyone now It's In me. America at least In America I don't know about English man. Unless you're doing like British Unless you're
1: doing like Summer classes I don't know Yeah Summer school Or you're going to Uni Uni well, yeah, summer's coming up, and it was just Memorial Day for us in America, so yeah. hope you had a Memorial Day if you weren't in America. Hope you had a great uh, weekend. You didn't have a three-day weekend, though. We no. did, so. <laughs> yeah, sorry about it, but um, yeah, so uh, my name's Jay. You probably already know that if you're a recurring listener. If you're not, hello, yeah. my name's Jay. Um, Hi, Jay. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say your name yet because I haven't introduced okay. you. Um, I know a good amount about lord of the rings and middle earth and the hobbit and all that jazz but um the man sitting across from me knows more than me and uh his name is grant and he's like Thanks jay. he's like my guide to lord of the rings my guide his guide to middle earth yeah 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 not just lord of the rings cuz we're not even in lord of the rings yet no but yeah so my my name's jay um grant say hi hi yeah. uh it's grant Yes, it is Grant. Your guide. Yep, Grant's our guide. Yeah. He's Virgil and we're Dante, and he's our guide. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Yeah. So why don't you uh, introduce, I guess we already introduced you. No, yeah, no, okay, so I'll I'll just get going with the podcast. Just start, Yeah. Um, so today we're doing
0: two chapters, and I think the next episode, too, we'll, we will be doing multiple chapters. We're actually doing three chapters the next episode, Ooh, uh, the last little, three chapters. Fit a lot into because that. Because there's not a lot that happens. I mean, there's a little bit that happens in the third to last chapter, but yeah, other than that. So that's why we're doing three chapters in one. Yeah. But today we're doing two chapters, 15 and 16 of The Hobbit, The Gathering of the Clouds, and A Thief in the Night, which Jay was trying <laughs> to get me to under like guess what the chapter was last week or not last week uh last episode which was yeah. two weeks ago and uh he told me it was a dance move and i was not expecting a tiktok dance move and yeah that's why it threw me off but yeah thief in
1: the night yeah that's oh also the only reason i knew that that was a dance move is i also promised your brother reese that i would give him a shout out so shout out to reese you're the only reason i knew that it was a dance move <laughs> shout out to reese <laughs> shout out to reese <laughs> <laughs> reese actually
0: while you're at it, if you're listening to this right now, go ahead and do the Thief in the Night dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Everybody just imagine Reese doing Thief in the yeah. Night.
1: Okay. Just imagine. Yeah. I'm not going to explain Reese to you. He's staying in my mind. In Grant's mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm keeping him under lock and key. Yeah. He's
1: in my mind. Yeah. Okay. So uh, today
0: I will be talking about the Gathering of the Clouds mm-hmm. and Jay will go over Thief in the Night um, mm-hmm. while he thinks about Reese. Um, yes. But, yeah, so I've got The Gathering of the Clouds, Chapter 15, and I'll give you a short little summary here. Um, so, when we left off, it was uh, Smog's death. Uh, Bard the Bowman killed Smog over Lake Town, and actually, Smog crashed into Lake Town and burned half of it and sunk the other half by crashing into it. And all the people, I guess they're called Lakemen, is what mm-hmm. they're called, the people of Esgaroth, they all fled either by boat or they. Went across the bridge before they got. D- they destroyed the bridge, and uh, so now they're camping on the um, the shores of the lake and wondering what to do. Some people are getting sick because it's colder, um, and there's like a famine because most of their food stores were in the homes and stuff. Yeah. But um, so that's what happened. Smaug is dead. The great dragon Smaug, Smaug. the last great dragon. So now it it kind of changes uh, a perspective here, and it goes back to Bilbo and the dwarves and what happened um while they were while they saw smog f- flying off towards Lake Town and what they were thinking and everything um and that thrush uh that spoke to bard about the weakness that smog had under his belly or armpit or whatever yeah um he comes back to um the dwarves who are i think they're on Raven Hill is what I is what I remember yeah they are on Raven Yeah, they're hill. on Raven Hill which is that lookout hill kind of on one of the um I think it's the eastern spur of the mountain, mm-hmm. and so there's like there used to be like an old guard tower there, and um, and so the thrush finds them there, and he tries like twittering about and tweeting at them. He Try was literally tweeting at them. Yeah. Um, it didn't work though. The doors oh no. didn't have Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. so they're like, oh man, like it sounds like he's trying to tell us something. Like I wish I could understand what he's saying. They're like, well, oh, I think it was like a Balin or whoever, but they were like, oh. I wish he were a raven. We used to understand them. There used to be one that um. There used to be one that uh, lived here on Raven Hill, which is why it's called Raven Hill. Yes. Funny enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you find it funny. I find funny it enough. slightly amusing. Seriously S- enough. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So then the the thrush flies off, and they're like, "Oh, maybe he, maybe he knows something we don't." Or he's just done. or he's just flying he's off because like, okay. he's like, okay, you guys can't understand me. Mm-hmm. But then after a little while, he returns, and with him is this old black raven, and he's kind of like balding. Uh, he was balding. balding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had a bald spot on the top <laughs> of his head, which is kind of funny. Like yeah. if you think about a raven with a bald spot. Yeah, that's pretty sick, man. Mm-hmm. Actually, there is a bird, and um, uh, there's a bird, I think in the in Europe, and I think it's called it's called a rook are okay if you look that up for those of you who are able to at home if you're in america look (laughs) it up but if you're in europe look outside yeah look outside (laughs) but it's it's similar to a raven like it's a large black bird and it has kind of like a balding like face like it's Mm -hmm. just skin on its face it doesn't really have any feathers
1: covering it and they look
0: kind of creepy looking is it
1: kind of like how a turkey vulture a little doesn't have but it's not like it's not like the full head is bald. it's like. Just like it's just balding
0: part, or yeah. receding hairline, the receding yeah. face line. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then, uh, he returns with this uh raven, and this is one of the ravens that, are like, he, well, one of the descendants of the raven that used to live on the hill, and he, mm-hmm. um, can understand the speech of dwarves, and he call he can also speak with them, and then he, um, he told. Uh, the th- well, the thrush told the raven, and then the raven told the dwarves of what happened and how Smog was dead. And everyone was like, "Yay, Smog's dead! We don't have to worry. The treasure's ours. We mm-hmm. can go in there and claim it for our own now." Um, but then the um, the raven kind of uh, the raven's name is Roak, by the way, son of Kark. Kark, yeah, Kark. Um, yeah. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh but the raven was like, "Yeah, hey, I wouldn't I mean like en- enjoy the moment right now, but I wouldn't be like too laid back if I were you cuz not just you guys have heard of the death of smog cuz obviously the people of Lake Town saw the death of smog mm-hmm. by Bard the Bowman and um all the birds cuz the elves can communicate with birds, all the birds have sent messages to the elves of Merkwood and the king of Merkwood Thranduil and the orcs have learned of it and so there's kind of some movement here and here and there.
1: Yeah. The so death of smog was like trending on Twitter pretty much. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, all, the <laughs> all the birds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah. But that is really a big deal though, because that's the greatest dragon left on middle earth and he's mm-hmm. dead. He's gone. Yeah. Man. He's dead. And it's like, Oh, Oh, ter- real estate has opened up. Yes. Yeah. So now everyone's rushing to kind of see what has become of the legendary treasure of Erebor. And so they have to, the dwarves, um, by Roak's wisdom and advice and Thorin's willingness to take the advice, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, kind of fortify the main gate of Erebor and um, kind of get ready to defend. And then they also kind of go through the treasure a little bit. But, um, yeah, and then uh, so the the kind of last part of this chapter is the lake men and the elves. They're kind of like in one big group. They send a parlay to uh, the front gate. Of Erebor, and they try and kind of like um, negotiate. Like, well, I mean, we kind of aided you guys. Mm-hmm. At least the Lakemen did. The elves didn't really aid them. Well, helped they, them,
1: not gave them aids. Yes, Jay, thank, <laughs> thank you for clarifying. Yeah, you they did. Helped I just them. wanted yeah. to make sure everybody knew. Yeah, them. yeah, no,
0: we're good. Uh, <laughs> I understood. <laughs> um, so they helped them. Yes. Uh, the Lakemen did at least. They gave them lodging, and uh, I guess you could argue. 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 <laughs> I guess you could. Argue. I guess
1: you could. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um uh so I guess you could argue that the elves gave them lodging too b- but it was against their will so yeah um I don't know who will is but it was against him yeah uh will's upset yeah he was really upset uh so anyway so the lake men are kind of like well we kind of helped you out you know we gave you food gave you lodging um and you were kind of like praised as heroes for a little while so I feel like we should deserve some compensation because you guys kind of awoke the dragon and he destroyed our town and we have nowhere to live so we should get something out of it yeah this is like a which is which is i would say that's fair yeah it's yeah. A,
1: also a recurring theme in the book of the dwarves getting themselves in trouble and somebody else getting them out of trouble it's usually yeah. gandalf but now it was bard yeah
0: yep mm-hmm. and then bilbo with the elves yeah. yes um and i feel like that's fair though like you know mm-hmm. you kind of awoke Smaug out mm-hmm. of his slumber, and he destroyed our town. I mean, and we killed him for you, so mm-hmm. I feel like we should get something out of it. Yeah, Which, uh, yeah. but uh, Thorin was of course greedy, and he had kind of had the dragon sickness where he was overly attached and obsessed with his treasure now that he knew that Smog was dead, and he's like, oh, it's all mine. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, like,
1: mm,
0: no, nah, <laughs> we're not gonna give you anything, and then the elves were just there because they wanted a piece Piece of that action. Does it know? Does it
1: say? Um, I can't really remember. Does it say how the other dwarfs feel about it? Because Thorne's making all the decisions. Are the other dwarfs um, wanting to keep it, or they do they not have the dragons? I think, I think and it, and it
0: mentioned. I think well, Bilbo's definitely against it. He's like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I feel like we should, like, because I don't want to be cooped up in the mountain, is what he was thinking. He wants to go home, and then he wants to go home because it's kind of over now. You know, like he doesn't want to be a part of. He just wants to go home back mm-hmm. to his little hobbit hole and have a. A cup of tea, yes. a cuppa, <laughs> and a biscuit. Yes, a biscuit. Um, but yeah, and then uh, I think some of the dwarves um, were more like they. I mean, they were with they were gonna back Thorin, like they were gonna support him in his decisions. But they were also like, well, I mean, we should maybe think about it first before mm-hmm. just flat out refusing it. But Thorin was kind of out of his mind at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, the lake men and the elves send another parley, and they ask again but Thorin refuses and then they're like well we declare this mountain besieged doesn't he shoot like an arrow at them yeah when he they does know. as they as they leave he shoots an arrow at them um, mm-hmm. Thorin does mm-hmm. uh, and so now the mountain is officially besieged because Thorin doesn't want to give up anything Yeah, which is down what are 13 dwarves going to do with probably billions of dollars of US dollars there's just like U- <laughs> they have usd yeah in there. yeah there's just stacks of cash but no i'd probably be like i'd probably say like hundreds of billions in there mm-hmm. the amount of treasure they have
1: mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's kind of like like the top one percent gathering in a mountain with all their money <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then the rest of the world trying to get the money yeah, yeah. um
0: yeah so that's that uh that's the kind of summary of that chapter and i have a passage to read and oh. it's got some dialogue Ooh, are you gonna do the voices? And I'm going to do the voices because I'm going to be speaking for dwarves and a raven. Oh, this is a
1: treat, everyone. A treat.
0: All right, here we go. So this is the very beginning of Chapter 15. This is on page, well, at least in this book, it's 243 to 244. Yeah,
1: that one's different than most, like the regular one. Well, thanks, Jay. Sorry.
0: But it's basically the first page of the chapter and Mm -hmm. then the second page. Yes. I got a burp. Hold on.
1: Well, Grant's burping. I'm just going to fill the... Void of quietness, you know. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I, kinda, I
0: couldn't really burp; it was just kind of like a pocket of air stuck in my throat. Yeah, probably from talking really fast. Yeah, but you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. If I have to do that again, I will. Back off of the mic, he and you—you will you fill f- you the silence fill for the me. I'll the silence. In. All right, here we go. You guys ready for this? Let me oh, let me take a sip of water
1: first. If okay. you're driving, please pull over so you can uh, give all your attention. If you're flying, please land the plane. <laughs>
0: Red leather yellow
1: leather. <laughs> red red,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dang, red dead dead this dead stuff dead. already. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Maybe my mammy may move to my <laughs> mammy, but maybe my mammy may not. Okay, I'm ready. Um, all right, here we go. Sure enough the old thrush was there, and as Bilbo pointed he flew towards them and perched on a stone nearby. Then he fluttered his wings and sang. Then he cocked his head on one side as if to listen, and again he sang. And again he listened. "'I believe he is trying to tell us something,' said Balin. "'But I cannot follow the speech of such birds. "'It is very quick and difficult. "'Can you make it out, Baggins?' "'Not very well,' (laughs) said Bilbo. "'As a matter of fact, he could make nothing of it at all. "'But the old fellow seems very excited. "'I only wish he was a raven,' said Balin. "'I thought you did not like him. (laughs) "'I don't know what
1: this accent (laughs) is.' "'It's okay, Grant. (laughs) You're doing good.' Uh,
0: "'You seemed very shy of them when we came this way before.' Those were crows and nasty, suspicious-looking creatures. At that, and rude as well. You must have heard the ugly names they were calling us. But the ravens are different. There used to be great friendship between them and the people of Thror, and they often brought us secret news and were rewarded with such bright things as they coveted to hide in their dwellings. They live many a year, and their memories are long, and they hand on their wisdom to children. To their children. <laughs> 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 not, uh, not to just children in general. Uh, uh, Sorry, <laughs> I knew many among the ravens of the rocks when I was a dwarf lad. This very height was once named Ravenhill because there was a wise and famous pair, old Kark and his wife, that lived here above the guard chamber. But I don't suppose that any of that ancient breed linger here now. No sooner had he finished speaking than the old thrush gave a loud call and immediately flew away. We may not understand him, but that old bird understands us, I am sure, said Balin. Keep watch now and see what happens. Oh, I got to burp again. Oh, the air is coming back up.
1: Ah, oh, the air's coming back up. <sighs> I think Grant's doing a good job with the voices, and it's, i don't know what Bilbo's was, but it was—it kind of worked. It's okay. I don't think I have to do his voice again, so it's, it's okay. Put it's that okay. in the past. Back to the passage. Yeah.
0: Okay. Before long, there was a fluttering of wings, and back came the thrush, and with him came a most decrepit old bird. He was getting blind; he could hardly fly, and the top of his head was bald. He was an aged raven of great size. He alighted stiffly on the ground before them, slowly flapped his wings, and bobbed towards Thorin. O Thorin, son of Thrain, and Balin, son of Fundin, he croaked, and Bilbo could understand what he said, for he used ordinary language and not bird speech. I am Roak, son of Kark. Kark is dead, but he was well known to you once. It is a hundred years and three and fifty since I came out of the egg. A hundred fifty-three Since I came out of the egg, but I do not forget what my father told me. Now I am the chief of the great ravens of the mountain. We are few, but we remember still the king that was of old. Most of my people are abroad, for there are great tidings in the south. Some are tidings of joy to you, and some you will not think so good. Behold, the birds are gathering back again to the mountain and to Dale from south and east and west, for word has gone out that Smaug is dead. That was my passage.
1: That was good. Thank you, everyone. Okay. Maybe maybe I'll put in some like super loud cheers there. <laughs> maybe I won't. I guess you'll figure we'll out see. when <laughs> when the episode comes out. We'll see. Um, that was good, Grant. Yeah. So okay. So now I'm gonna be
0: talking about. I mean, there's not like a lot of for that chapter. There wasn't a whole lot of like lore things or like things that I can pick at, mm-hmm. other than what we've already talked about. More like
1: peck at. Oh cause man. Because it's about birds. If you That's guys, right, if you guys didn't know, this is Grant's like wheelhouse: birds. birds. Grant knows all about birds. I know a lot about birds, a lot about Lord of the Rings, and, and a lot, a lot about, about talking. A lot
0: about talking, yeah. and he's combining all three of those today. <laughs> yeah. Um. So actually, I am talking about birds. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I did talk about the crows and the thrushes that one chapter. It's mm-hmm. so now I'm completing the the trio of birds that are mm-hmm. mentioned in uh, the Hobbit with the ravens. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Dwalin, or no, actually it's Balin. I wrote down Dwalin. It's, but it's Balin. That's okay. That's yeah, okay. we understand. Whatever, you know. Okay. <laughs> so Balin, uh, and I just read that in the passage too. How Bilbo was like, oh, I thought you thought ravens were evil or whatever, and mm-hmm. Balin was like, no, those are crows, <laughs> idiot.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, and there's a difference. <laughs> so, um, so crows are mostly like an evil omen in most cultures, and uh, which is the same kind of in the hobbit and ravens are actually um uh, symbols of wisdom fate or destiny and divine intervention and they also appear about battlegrounds which is a little bit of a foreshadowing um for the hobbit and what comes next so that's something to keep uh keep note of um so yeah so ravens are symbols of wisdom um and you know Roak was giving them advice in during the book you know he's like well you should fortify maybe sh- you should fortify the uh i was going to say the building but the mountain <laughs> <laughs> not really a building it's like it's a natural building yeah a natural building um and then he's like oh maybe like you should send uh her call for help from your cousins in the iron hills and all that sort of stuff so
1: it's like he's not telling them but he's suggesting yeah yeah you yeah. should do this yeah, should probably do this. <laughs> probably
0: <laughs> it'd be smart
1: yeah yeah um so he's
0: he's a very wise raven and his father was apparently kind of like a giver of advice too mm-hmm. to the dwarves when they lived there um and then they also symbolize fate or destiny uh meaning that's like a turning point is happening in the mm-hmm. story uh which is also like i was saying about battlegrounds you know there's gonna yes. be something happening so um yeah so Rowak is the name of the raven. Uh, who we just read about a little bit mm-hmm. and um he's super old he's 153 years old um i guess he was born in the third age 2788 oh so wow. i don't know if that means anything to anyone but just to kind of put it under sp- perspective perspective
1: 2788 third age what what year is it in in um uh, in the uh, hobbit it's like 2940 something yeah so he's about 200 153. 153. Yeah. That's round up to 200. <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah. I just I just went off the <laughs> uh the first two numbers. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, yeah, I got okay, you.
0: Okay. Okay. Um so yeah, so Roak and then his father was Kark, um and he was also the chief raven of Ravenhill when Thror was king under the mountain. Um these ravens are notable because they were the advisors to the dwarves and their kings and could converse with them in um their own language in the dwarvish language. Whereas the thrush uh, could only sing at them, and they couldn't understand them, but the descendants of Geryon of Dale could understand the thrush. Mm-hmm. But the ravens, uh, Kark and Roak, sound like they have kind of like a Norse or early Germanic inspired name. Yeah, it kind of like seems like it something like that. I don't know, but um, and that wouldn't be too far fetched for Tolkien either to use something from uh old Norse or old German. Yeah, but they're actually um, an onomatopoeia. Oh wow. Which for those of you don't know, that's basically a word that encapsulates a sound. So it's like someone saying BAM. Mm hmm. Or pow. Or yeah. boom. Or <laughs> whew. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sound effect made with your mouth, basically. Yeah. Um
1: That's w- all words mm-hmm. are sound effects made with your mouth. Yeah,
0: and so Roak and Kark are supposed to be onomatopoeia's of uh how ravens sound. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a raven croak. So it's like
1: <laughs> or <laughs> Kirk. something like that do, do do all the ravens have onomatopoeia names i don't know they're those, gonna, those are the only two that are named so yeah they're gonna run out of sounds yeah. that ravens make carl <laughs> carl
0: carl <laughs> but yeah let your imagination go with that one see if yes. you can come up with other raven names don't lose it though uh that's so raven by the way mm-hmm. um <laughs> it's a good show i like that show. I was yeah i watched it when i was younger i don't i just grabbed my gatorade and then you didn't have to say
1: that because nobody saw it happen i don't know but you saw it and i just
0: wanted to (laughs) reassure you that nothing was happening (laughs) um yeah so yeah that's what their names are they don't mean anything other than it just sounds like a. other than sounds yeah um so like i said earlier Roak was 153 years old at Mm -hmm. the time of the hobbit which is pretty old for a, a bird in general yeah um So, obviously, these ravens had a much longer lifespan than that of uh, any other regular raven or birds or animal, really. Uh, Plus, uh, we know that they can speak, so they're pretty special. Mm. And I have a little theory on why that may be. Why they can speak? Yeah, and, like, why the thrushes can speak to the uh, Lords of Dale as well. Mm Mm-hmm. 'Cause you're like, well, none of the other animals can. It's not like in Narnia, like there's like talking beasts, like the animals can talk and stuff.
1: Well but like the you s- the eagles can talk too, right? Yep, it's just birds can. that can yep. talk. Yep. So that's and technically dragons, but Yeah, that's where my it. that's
0: where my theory is heading okay, though. So okay. are you ready for this one? Sorry, I didn't mean to overstep No, no, you're right. My apologies. Uh so my theory is that these ravens are descended of old from the birds of Manway. Mm. Uh, Manwe is the king of the Valar Or basically the gods And he's the lord of the winds and the sky And anything that goes on wings mm-hmm. Birds basically
1: Airplanes Those weren't invented yet but uh,
0: Airplanes The patron saint of airplanes The patron saint of <laughs> airplanes <laughs> 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 um, He had an army basically of giant eagles That would report all they saw to him As he sat upon his throne Upon the high mountain of Taniquetil Um, But it does not say he was the lord of only eagles and had only eagles as his spies and messengers. It is likely, since ravens are symbols of destiny and divine intervention, that Manway also had some ravens at his (laughs) disposal. At
1: at his disposal. (laughs) Disposable ravens. (laughs) Disposable camera. (laughs) You can Um, only use them once. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, It's okay, Grant. Yeah. At his disposal,
0: that could speak like the eagles could. And then the thrushes probably like that, too. But Mm -hmm. I'm talking about ravens right now. So, yeah. Um, plus, Manwe, being king of the gods, essentially, is most like to Odin, who's the all-father of the Norse deities. Mm-hmm. Um, Odin had two ravens that were um, by his side constantly and h- who he used as messengers and uh, spies, basically. And they would often be seen perched on his shoulder. And um, they were named, uh, don't quote me on the pronunciation, uh, hugin and Munin. Which means oh yeah. thoughts and memory respectively. So that yeah, has something to do that has something to do with wisdom and advice mm-hmm. as well. Um and Hoogan and Munin were also able to speak. So oh yeah, I yeah. mean I feel like that's a possible yeah. uh inspiration right there. So and that's just kind of my theory is that mm-hmm. they were maybe descended from ravens that Manwe used to use, um, same as the thrushes, kinda like how the eagles could talk and they were kind of his messengers and mm hmm
1: that sort of thing and I do like that theory because he could use them as spies because it like because they're smaller birds they're easy they can hide easier. Yeah. It's really hard to hide as a giant eagle. Yeah. So uh thrushes and uh ravens would be good things to yeah, hide. Good ways so to hide.
0: Yeah, so that's my whole spiel yeah. on ravens. Um, I just had to get it off my chest about birds. Um, yeah, and that'll probably be the last one about birds, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we might. Hobbit. We
1: we could do a whole episode on birds and yeah, Middle you Earth.
0: really could. We really could. Did you know, there was a bird that was uh, said to have lived on the island of Numenor, and it was called a Kirinki. A Kirinki, and it was smaller than a wren. Wrens are really tiny mm-hmm. little birds, and it was smaller than a wren. And it was Scarlet Red, and it had a very high-pitched piping song that was on the very edge of human hearing. Oh, wow. Well. We can explore that more in yeah. that episode we do. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So now I've got some trivia for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's all kind of easy, so I'm just throwing a bunch of random questions at you. <laughs> okay. I've been having a hard time thinking of trivia for
1: some reason. It gets hard with these chapters that don't have a ton of like yeah. lore. Yeah.
0: I think it'll probably be easier once we get into like just like lore mm-hmm. episodes instead of just deep dives, mm-hmm. um, because then I can really dig deep, really crank those out, yeah, really crank them out. You know, yeah. one and two and three and four. Yeah. There you go. Shut the door. <laughs> uh, anyways, so what were the two ravens that Odin had?
1: Um, Hog, not Hogan. It was close to Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's why. That's I saw. I can remember that because it's Hogan and it was like MORG. Morg, <laughs> Moog? Mm. There's one star with an H, one star with an M. Yep. Ho- it's ho- not, it's ho- not Hogan and Mogan if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> is it Hoog? No. Ho- Hoog? Hoog? You're getting there. Is one of is the other one Moog? Yeah, but they had, like, another...
0: Both of them had the same syllable attached to the back part of those. Hoog and Moon.
1: Hoogie. Hooga. Hoogay well <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> I mean, me <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I was gonna say i think you are um no you're not <laughs> uh who i can't think of it's hoogan and Moonin. Hogan and Moonin. yeah dang i could remember moon and like you're moon somebody yeah yeah and hoogan i it messed me up because i thought oh, i'll remember that by thinking hogan and then i just rem- only remembered hogan <laughs> yeah hoogan um
0: okay so now what were the two ravens of ravenhill named um, there
1: was Roak mm-hmm. and Kark, Kr- Kark, Kark, Kark. Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah.
0: And then that was just kind of a fun one. Since neat. we've been on this whole adventure with all the dwarves, mm-hmm. uh, can you name all 13 of the
1: dwarves? I'll try. Okay. There's Thorin, uh, Balin, Dwalin, Feely, Kili, Bomber, uh,
0: Bomber has two brothers that have similar names to him that kind of have the er ending.
1: Okay. I've already lost. You've got four. seven or yeah. six. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, I don't want to repeat any. Um, I'll let you know if you repeat any. Balin and Dwalin. Did I already say those? Yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> okay. Let me go again. Thorin. Is there Orin or is that not in? That's sort. You're kind of mixed up two of them. Thorin, or, okay, Thorin, uh, Feely Keeley, Balin, Dwalin, Bomber, Biffer, Bofer. Yep. Um, oh dang, that's. Bofordy's nuts. <laughs> um, Biffer, Bofer. uh, dang, I can't think of. You've got eight. Yeah. You need five more. All
0: right you want me to give you the five? Give me one, see if I can. Um okay, so I'll give you one that will potentially mm-hmm. get you, give you two other ones. Mm-hmm.
1: Ori. Ori, Nori. Mm-hmm. Um okay, okay. so there's only three more. Yep. What's the give me the first letter of Um so there's another
0: one that has the ori ending and it starts with a d. Dori. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so now you have two more. Dori. One starts with an O, one starts with a G.
1: oh Okay, the O is the, the one that's like you kind of mixed it up. I when said you said Oren, it was kind of a mixture of Ori and something else. Uh, Ori, Dory. I already said those. Um, wait, is Ori the name, or did I already say Ori? Ori is one of the names. Ori. Yeah, you got I can't think of the last I,
0: uh, I think it's technically pronounced Owen. OIN. Oh yeah. Yeah. Owen and his brother's name is which is Gimli's
1: father, Glowin glowin Yeah. I feel like I did, I got eight with <laughs> yeah, no you, help. Yeah. And then I yeah. You got a good chunk of it. Yeah. I'll give you that. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. I got I got a trivia question about ravens for you. Really? I just thought of this. Well not about ravens, oh. but like in literature. Oh. Who wrote The Raven? Edgar Allan Poe. Good job. Do you know what the Raven repeats, remember? No, I don't. Oh. I haven't read it in a while. Oh, Nevermore. He says nevermore. That's how he rhymes it, whatever. Nevermore. I saw that was interesting. Also, you're right in front of a picture of a Raven, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, drawn by uh, Victor Blake. Victor Blake. If you want to follow
0: him on Instagram.
1: I'll, if I remember, I'll put his uh, yeah. links and stuff. Good artist. I'll take a picture of the Raven, too. Yeah. Because we're
0: talking about... I'll, I haven't posted on our Instagram in a while. Yeah. Take Um, a picture of the raven. So I'll take a picture of the raven Mm -hmm. and I'll say we're talking about ravens today.
1: Yeah. For half of the episode. Okay. Well, we're going to go to an ad break where Grant takes a picture and then we'll come back and I'll do my section. So sit tight and we'll talk to you in a second. hey everyone have you been wondering where you can see the behind the scenes of this podcast or correct us when we inevitably get something wrong in the podcast well i'm here to let you know you can find us on instagram at exploring underscore earth or on twitter at exp middle earth if you don't want to look those up links to both of those will be in the show notes
0: I'm welcoming us back right now. Oh. Uh, welcome back from the ad break of our social media, which which I was just talking that yeah. I wasn't very active on. Mm-hmm. But you can go ahead and follow us in the off chance that we do post something. Yeah. Or you just want to add to our followers. I have no clue.
1: They're probably tired of hearing about it because we talked about it right before the ad break and had an ad about it, and now we're talking about it again. I'm so sorry. It's, it's, like, it's, it's an it's, ad sandwich. It's like only a few seconds passed between us saying we'll go to an ad and us saying welcome back a so few guys it's like a minute yeah um but, oh yeah no go ahead. so yeah welcome back i guess yeah. uh here we are yeah um i'm doing chapter 16 thief in the night <laughs> shout out to reese shout out reese um so this is a kind of a big chapter because it leads into the big chapter the big one but this is like setting the stage so let me give you a summary so Thorin tells the party about the Stone because up until now, he's been looking for it, but he hasn't said anything about it. So, And Bilbo has it in his pocket, if you don't remember. He t- grabbed, he found it and slid it into his pocket. Right, right, right. Didn't right, tell right. anybody. So Thorin is like, hey, there's this Arkenstone, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but um, if any of you find it and hide it from me, I'll kill you. Um, so <laughs> Bilbo's like uh, sweating through his boots right now because uh, – thorn's going to kill him if he finds out that he has the stone. so then bilbo's in like a situation where he's like well i can't give it to him now because then he'll kill me but i like he'll get even more mad if i keep it it's like uh, he's he's in a pickle um and <coughs> uh so later on the ravens bring the news that dane and the five and 500 dwarves are coming from the iron hills to help them but they're likely to meet battle in the valley because there's the elves and the men and then there's goblins and orcs coming and all that jazz but um i'll I'll talk more about dane in the iron hills but uh so he's coming and um uh they say or the ravens say hey you should probably like um if you want to prevent them from fighting you should probably come to like an agreement or something because they're going to meet all these people here and then there's just going to be a they're going to have to fight in a battle. And Thorne's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, so he doesn't come to the agreement, which would prevent the battle. And then it cuts to Bomber, who's on watch during the night. Bomber's the big old big guy. Big old big guy. Yeah. And Bilbo comes up, and he has his ring and a rope and the Ark and Stone. Um, so he tells Bomber, um, he's like, hey, uh, you've been working hard. You can go to sleep, and I'll uh, watch for the night. And then when it gets to midnight, when the Switch watches, he'll uh, wake him up so then he can go wake up. So Bomber can go wake up the other dwarfs and they like fool everybody and, like, oh, Bomber was up the entire time watching. But no, no, he wasn't. Um, So Bomber goes to sleep. Uh, He goes inside, goes to sleep, and Bilbo's there. So Bilbo slips on the ring, <clears throat> uses the rope and gets down the side of the mountain. And then he's making his way towards the um elvish camp or the... Camp of elves and men. They're Making together, my right
0: way now. towards the elves' camp. Yeah, and he, walking
1: fast. Yes, and then he okay. trips in the river, and some uh, some elf guards are like, "Hey, what the heck was that?" What the? And Bilbo's like, "Hey, it's me. Um, take me to your leader. Take me, dear leader. <laughs> take me, take me to your leader." <laughs> yeah, pretty much is what happens. So then um, they bring Bilbo to uh, the elven king and. Uh, bard and they're like hey what the heck are you doing down here and bilbo's like i got a surprise for you Whooshing! and pulls out the arkenstone and um talks about how or it says how the elven even though the elven king was used to super uh fancy and valuable things he was still like in awe of it and so was bard and um so they're like this is cool and bilbo's like we'll take it so he gives it to them so they can use it in negotiations with thorin and they're glad to accept the offer and they offer bilbo to stay with them but bilbo's like no i gotta go back hang out with the buds can't abandon my friends which is very good of him because he's he could have just stayed with the elves and then left the dwarves to fend for themselves but he um he goes back to stay with the dwarves and on his on his way back, he's being escorted out because, um, in a good way, not a bad way. They're not, like, kicking him out. They're like, yeah. we're going to escort you out. Um, and as he's uh, walking out, he hears somebody say, well done, Bilbo Baggins. And he looks, and it's Gandalf. What the? Gandalf is back. And Bilbo's, like, excited to see him. And he's, Gandalf's like, you're great. That was great what you did. And then Bilbo's like, okay, see you later, Gandalf. Okay. I'm going to head back. <laughs> okay, this is weird. But yeah, so then Bilbo uh heads back and wakes up Bomber, and then that's the end of the chapter. Sorry that was a burp. Other one. Um so uh now uh Thorne doesn't know where the Arkenstone is. The Elven King and uh Bard have the Arkenstone. <coughs> and um it's gonna something big's gonna happen, but I can't talk about that right now because it hasn't happened yet. But what I am going to talk about, two things. First, who's this Dane guy that's coming from the Yarn Hills? Yeah. Who is Dane? Yeah. Let me tell you. Tongue. So Dane is a dwarf, if you didn't realize that. Um, and he's a long beard. Grant, you know what long beards were? Mm-hmm. They were Durin's folk. Yeah. Part of Durin's folk. Not just because they had long beards, but because Durin is an <laughs> important guy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think we talked about Durin's folk in... The, we talked about it in the first episode of the Hobbit deep dive. Yep. so Dane the Second, or Dane Ironfoot, is the Lord of the Iron Hills, and if you look at a map of Middle Earth, the Iron Hills are directly to the east of Erebor. Yeah, um, which is the Lonely Mountain, where everybody is right now. So they're heading west, to come to aid them. Yep, not give them aids oh, to okay. help them out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and uh. He eventually does become King of the Mountain, but I'm not going to explain how because Whoa. you'll figure that out in the Crazy. rest of the book. But something interesting about him, he's Thorin Oakenshield's second cousin. Mm. Because Thorin is also part of Durn's folk. Yeah. But So um, he's coming to help out his cousin, but Thorin uh, is like, uh, he's got money on his mind. Money over everything, dude. Money on my Cash mind. Cash rules everything around him, dude. He He's listening to Cream right now. <laughs> the Um tang Clan song. Yeah, yeah. So, what's interesting about Dane and he was the dwarf who killed Azog. So in the movies, yeah, Azog is still alive, and he comes back later. And then you see in like who I th- kills
0: Azog in the movie?
1: Um, is it? I don't remember who does it because in the books I he gets remember. killed before all of this. Happens. Yeah, in the in the movies, um, w- you see. I think it's only in the extended editions I don't know if it's in the regular ones but they do a flashback to Azog in the battle of the dwarves and the orcs which is before all of this happens yeah and um, uh, Thorin's dad gets killed and then Thorin goes up and he Man. grabs a piece of w- or a log and that's how he gets the name Oak and Shield because he blocks it yeah and he cuts off Azog's arm and that's why in the movie Azog just has a little pokey thing for an arm What's well, a big pokey thing? Yeah. But
0: po- pokey hand.
1: Yeah, but that's not what happens in the book. Pokémon. Yeah, because it's actually Dane who kills Azog and yeah. it's Dane's father who gets killed by Azog. Which Dane's father's name is Nain or Nine, Nain. Nain. I think it's Nain. I
0: think it's Nine. Nain. Nain.
1: Nain, Nain. I don't really remember. I th- I feel like it'd be Nain if his son's name is Dane. Yeah. You know how they are. But it also might be Dine. So I, w- I, w- I looked up how to pronounce it, and all I could find was Dane, so yeah. I think it's. Well, because
0: I know some people are like, well, it's supposed to be Dane, but they said Dane in the movie,
1: so mm-hmm. now everyone just says Dane. But Yeah, Dane it. That's what they say Dane, Dane it. it. <laughs> Dane it. Yeah. So this is from Appendix A of The Lord of the Rings. Ooh. Um,. Which is Doran's Folk. Getting which is some something appendices. everybody should read. Yeah. Because it's interesting. Dependencies are good. Yeah, and we read part of it in the first episode when I went over um, the history of Thorns dad and grandfather, but we didn't read this part. So, just so you know, Nain is Dane's father. And yep. this. Nain, Dane, Dane, Nain, Nain, Dane, Dane. Yes. <laughs> and this is in the battle of the orcs and. Battle between the orcs and the dwarves. Dwarves. And By um, Khazad Doom.
0: Yeah. The the eastern gate of Khazad
1: Yes. Uh under
0: or er, above the waters of mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. In the Vale of Aza- Bazaar. Yes. I I have
1: memorized these names. Mm-hmm.
0: So just <laughs> Sorry, Jay, you can go <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Okay.
1: Yeah, so Nain is um I think this is after this is after Thrain was killed. Thrain is uh Thorne's dad. Yeah. And um, Nain is trying to avenge Thrain So just set the scene That's how it is Also I'm not going to do voices Because I'm not good with voices I might try The problem is when I do voices I I'll do, translate for you Okay I do a voice And then when I get to the next uh, quotation by them I forget the original voice I did So it's different That's what I started doing with Bilbo for a second Yeah and I was like nah
0: I can try I'll translate, I'll translate your English into my voice
1: over English Well here I'll try And then if it's bad you can do it Okay. I, no, you, I mean, I don't have to read it. You can read no, it. No, I'll read it, Grant. It's okay. Don't, okay, worry, about, don't worry about it. You just sit back, relax. Okay, I'll sit Enjoy back. Enjoy the passage. So it says, Then Nain stood before the gate and cried with a great voice, Azog, if you are in, come out, or is this the play in the valley too rough? Thereupon Azog came forth. He was a great orc with a huge ironclad head, and yet agile and strong. With him came many like him. The fighters of his guard, as they engaged in Nain's company, he turned to Nain and said, I was just about to do the same exact voice. Oh, what? Yet another beggar at my doors. Must I brand you too? With that, he rushed at Nain and they fought. But Nain was half blind with rage and also very weary in battle, whereas Azog was fresh and fell and full of guile. Soon, Nain made a great stroke with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Come on. Why'd you have to, why'd you have to stop at that part? <laughs> I know, he made a great it made stroke me laugh when I read it. Sorry. You made a great stroke. <laughs> Nain, okay, soon Nain (laughs) made a great stroke with all his strength that remained, but Azog darted aside and kicked Nain's leg so that the Madoc splintered Madoc is his weapon, yeah, Nain's weapon splintered on the stone where he had stood, but Nain stumbled and stumbled forward. Then Azog with a swift swing hewed his neck. His mail collar withstood the edge, but so heavy was the blow that Nain's neck was broken and he fell. Then Azog laughed and he lifted up his head to let forth a great yell of triumph. But the cry died in his throat, for he saw all his host in the valley was in a rout, and the dwarves went this way and that, slaying as they would, and those that could escape from them were flying south, shrinking as they ran. And hard by, all the soldiers of his guard lay dead. He turned and fled back towards the gate. Up, up the steps. After he, after him, leapt the dwarf with a red axe. It was Dane Ironfoot, Nain's son. Right before the door. <coughs> Right before the doors he caught Azog, and there he slew him and hewed off his head. That he was held a great feat, for Dane was only a stripling in the reckoning of dwarfs, which just means really he was a young yeah, kid, yeah, yeah. young boy. But but long life and many battles lay before him, until old but unbowed, he fell at last in the War of the Ring, yet hardy and full of wrath he as he was, it was said when he came down from the gate, he looked very grey in his face, as one who has gr- who has felt great fear. So that's Dane killing Azog, and then yeah. from there he's uh, uh, who is it? Let me see. Thrain is like, this is great. We can go get Kazadum, but he's like, no, we probably shouldn't because he. He was like, this is not a good situation going on in there.
0: Who is uh Who is a, a Dane's son? Is when it Thorin,
1: the third? Dane's son, Thorin the third Stonehelm. Yeah,
0: yeah I think nice. he named it after Thorin Oakenshield.
1: Yeah, crazy. His little, his, his little cousin. Actually, which one's older? I um, think I think Dane is older.
0: Well, actually, I don't know.
1: Thorin was born in twenty seven forty six. Dane was twenty seven sixty seven. Oh, so. Yeah. Thorin was a little bit older. Yeah, so it's big, cuz, big cuz. So that's Dane, cool guy. He's like a he's like the uh, the uh, what was it like the I can't think of the word. Okay, he's like the dwarf everybody should look up to. What is, what is it called? Role it was, model. Role model. Yeah, kind of like he's like the role model yeah. dwarf. He's just a good guy all around. Good guy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he killed Azog. Don't let the movies tell you different. He yeah. killed Azog, and um, it was
0: much more satisfying than whatever happened in the movies because I don't even remember what happened in the movies.
1: Yeah, I don't remember what happened in the movies because it was like Azog because they took they cut took Azog's head and okay so I'll just quick go right before this, um, he wa- they wanted um, they had Thorne's grandpa captured and they wanted him back so they offered gold and then Thorne or Azog threw the gold back and then Nan or. Er, nan i think the guy's name is the dwarf's name came back nar nar yeah, yeah. nar Nar came back and was like hey he threw the or he was sad he didn't say it like that he's like threw this gold back um so then that's why they went to battle and then so after they killed azog they stuck his head on a post and stuck the
0: the same bag of gold yeah
1: the bag of gold in his mouth yeah. which is insane and i wish i would have shown that in the movie it's that's so cooler.
0: so much more cool, cool than yeah. what ever happened yeah. in the hobbit movies
1: yeah but you might also be wondering, what the heck are these Iron Hills? Are they really made of iron? No. Um, not totally. There's iron in them. But yeah, so like I said, they're to the east of Erebor, and the Iron Hills were colonized by the Longbeards in the First Age, which is just one of the seven families of the Dwarves. Yeah, which are also, like Jay said
0: earlier, called Durin's Folk. Durin's Folk, yeah. yeah. Durin was the first Longbeard.
1: Yeah. So the Iron Hills were the primary source of iron, um, and there was a Dwarf Road from of Mirkwood that ran northeast to the hills and that's what they used to trade. Um I really I think it's so interesting how Tolkien includes stuff like trade routes and stuff in his yeah. lore yeah. in the world. He's he's done that since the Silmarillion too. Mm-hmm. Like he always and on the maps too he
0: always includes like these roads and stuff so you can see how people got about and how like trade would happen and how cultures would have meshed maybe but yeah it's yeah. pretty cool.
1: Yeah, so that's how they traded between Kazadum and the hills, the Iron Hills. Yeah. But when Sauron destroyed Aragon, Eregion? Is it Aragon? Eregion. Eregion, yeah. In the Wait. Second Age.
0: When yeah, yeah, okay. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. Up there. I yeah. was trying to think of, like, Sauron. Eregion is, like, in the yeah.
1: southern part of the Misty Mountains.
0: Yeah. Eregion. Um, also called Holland by the men yeah. who lived so, in that region.
1: Um, Sauron destroyed it in the Second Age, and the Longbeards sealed Casadum in the Orcs. Or um, er, Kazadoom from the orcs, and then the orcs took control of the northern Misty Mountains, and the Grey Mountains. Um, so since Kazadoom was sealed, this cut off communication between the Iron Hills and Kazadduum for some time, so that trade route was closed. So then, uh, it was sealed, and then they mined too deep and too greedily, and the Balrog came. We already talked yep, about a little bit, yep, yep, but yep. so the Balrog came, and um, some of the dwarfs who survived uh, fled to the Iron Hills. Um, and, uh, in third age, 2570 dragons began attacking the dwarves in the North. And then in third age, uh, 2589, um, which is 19 years later, King Dane, the first was killed by a cold Drake outside of his halls in the gray mountain. So, uh, the gray mountains are up towards the North. So,
0: so is King Dane the first is that his
1: like, grandfather,
0: Dane's grandfather, grandfather,
1: great grandfather. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so because of this, in third age twenty five ninety, Gore G O R G R O R, uh, son of Dane, the first, um, the great grandfather, left the Gray Mountains and established lordship in the Iron Hills. So this is when, um, this is where, uh, their lordship started there, and it became a, uh, the main mining community of. Middle earth, my main mine, yeah, and it grew slowly for a few centuries until it grew exponentially in the third age 2770. Um, because Smaug when Smaug attacked Erebor, oh, and then all the dwarves probably fled there, right? Yeah, Is that the, what you're gonna say, yeah, <laughs> yes, Grant thinking, <laughs> yes, yeah. all the dwarves fled there. Um,
0: oh, well, that was only like what three years after Dane was born because he was born 2760, 67,
1: yeah, good job, oh, Grant, yeah. yeah. Cool. Good thing I'm not doing that as trivia because you haven't memorized all already. That's not one of my trivia ones. Oh, okay. I can do trivia right now. When was thorn born? Because we just talked about it. Uno, dos,
0: tres. Uh, 27. <laughs> uh, 27. Uh, 40. Okay, now I got to get the last one. 27. Was it 44.
1: No, you're really close though. 45. No. 43. No, you were so close. <laughs> what? You were so close. 46? Yeah. Oh, no. 27, 46. Ah, okay. Okay. So up until the death of Smaug, uh, the Dwarven realm of the Iron Hills was the only force in the northeast of the Wilderland capable of offering a large uh, and strong enough resistance to Sauron. So they were like the last, um, or last and only uh, force that could... Hold back from Sauron, so that's why Sauron yeah. wasn't able to come all the way up into the northeast. Yeah, it's because of the Iron Hills. But that's pretty much all I have for Dane and the Iron Hills. Um, you ready for the trivia? Two that what I thought the Thorn. Oh, oh that, that was, was just a random f- trivia oh. one because you knew Dane's birthday. Oh, so. Okay, okay, this one is a chapter trivia, and then the next one will be a lore trivia. So, Bilbo. When he came down, he gave the Arkenstone to the Elven King and to Bard. Who did he hand the Arkenstone to? Oh. You got
0: fifty-fifty 50-50 chance. It's unexpected, too. Or at least I felt like it was unexpected. Yeah. He handed it to he one He handed
1: it to two. Thranduil. No. No? To Bard. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> to Bard. That's okay. You, I think you get this one because cause I mentioned th- this and then you... Uh, Asked me about it. Okay. Dane Ironfoot and Thorn Oakenshield are second cousins. Who is their great grandfather? Dane the first. Yes. Yeah. Dane the first. Do you know how many kids he had? A million, probably. No, three. three. Well, there's three recorded. <laughs> okay, I mean, I could have that. He could have slept around, at a ton of other kids. <laughs> Only three recorded. Yeah, and they were. They all rhyme.
0: Are there more? Uh, there's there's three. And it's Dane the first kids.
1: Yeah, Dane's the first kids. So one of them is Thor's grandpa, and one of them is Dane's grandpa. Oh, it's Thrain. Nope, that's that's Thorin's. Oh, Father. Right. Yeah, yeah. So Thrain's dad.
0: Oh, is it Thror? Yeah, Thror. Thror, Groar. Groar. Yeah. And Fror. Fror. Yeah, yeah. with an F. So Thror, I kind of remember that. Yeah.
1: Thror is Thorin's dad. Gror is Dane's dad, and Fror doesn't have any kids. He hasn't. at at least least not recorded at least not recorded gotcha gotcha gotcha. yes (coughs) yeah that was good grant thanks man
0: i got some of it
1: yeah okay uh so now we're gonna move into my favorite section uh middle earth current events oh it is yeah (laughs) middle earth current events Welcome to Middle Earth current events. This is current events on this Earth pertaining to Middle Earth. Don't get it twisted. And Grant's... We, this is a special one because we each have a Middle Earth current event. So Grant's going to do his and then I'm going to do mine. Yeah. Um, okay, so
0: I'm ready. Are you ready?
1: Yeah. Wait, let me turn the light first.
0: Yeah, it's getting a little dark here. Okay, light hey. on. Nice. We're ready. Okay, so um, my first one comes from the Instagram post uh, fr- from Fellowship of Fans who... Uh, so far, are a very reliable source of uh, news and uh, rumors for the rings of power and really anything that has to do with uh, Tolkien. They are a trusted um, friend, so we're not really. Friends we don't know
1: them, me. but but we know them. So it's kind of like a like we know of them. It's like a yeah. friendship where yeah. one person is like
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm rea- I'm their good friend. They have no clue who you are. Yeah. Um.
1: So this is I'm just gonna read off
0: from their post. Uh, straight from the source. So sources have revealed that there are three cuts of the Rings of Power trailer, which are finalized with at least one, which is two minutes and 18 seconds long. The timing of the release is currently unconfirmed, but the feeling is it could possibly drop as soon as next week or within a few weeks. Um, What is confirmed is that there are three separate trailer cuts that are complete and stored, ready to go. And one of them is two minutes, 18 seconds. And what is unconfirmed is the release date of the trailer, but it could be within the next weeks.
1: I like, come. I like how they said the feeling is that it'll be released. Yeah. Because like who's they, feeling, they have a feeling, they have a feeling. Yeah.
0: Um, Oh, and then, uh,
1: that's exciting though.
0: Yeah. And then there's another post that they showed like a, a little bit ago. Um, this is for the rings of power uh kella brimbor who's the guy who forged the rings of power Mm -hmm. uh, his story arc and involvement won't begin properly until around episode four and onwards about halfway through the season so that's uh, that's
1: That's exciting that's kind of exciting it depends on how they do it yeah but that's kind of cool how the main storyline doesn't start until the fourth episode
0: yeah i am actually i mean the more i'm like reading about it and like hearing about it i am getting more excited to watch it because i'm like well maybe they do have something in store that'll like make it better mm-hmm. than what it seems like already so Only i guess we'll just have to tell. see yeah. yeah i mean they've got a lot of playing time I, what the first episode was supposed to be so like over an hour definitely
1: yeah. but like a british show yeah the british shows um super long and then
0: I have another little tidbit for current events.
1: Another one? Yeah, I oh. got air trapped in my throat again, man. Grant's doubling down on current events. Okay. It's a busy so, week for current events.
0: Yeah, Viggo Mortensen, who played Aragorn. Aragorn. We all love him as the actor who played Aragorn. Yes. Uh, he did an astounding job, What not Phenomenal job. Phenomenal. Uh, yeah, so he played Aragorn in Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, he was asked about Amazon's new Rings of Power show. And he responded with, what is that? Is it, well, he, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't say, they didn't say Amazon, but they asked him about the rings of power show. Um, And he said, what is that? Is that with Apple or something? And then the interviewer uh, clarified that it's with Amazon. And then I almost said Aragorn Vigo (laughs) questioned their source material. And he asked um, what they had the, the rights to. Um, which is the appendices at the end of *The Return of the King*, mm-hmm. all three *Lord of the Rings* books, and *The Hobbit*, and that's it. And then, so he kind of questioned it a little bit, and he was like, um, he kind of questioned the source, and he was like, "Well, I mean, like, do they have like the the sources to do that?" And then, um, after he was clarify after they clarified the sources as well, um, he he went, "Oh yeah, I'll watch that. It seems cool." <laughs> <laughs> which is just kind of funny because, yeah. I mean, he loves Lord of the Rings, but it's like he just he's not really too worried about watching it, which is just kind of funny to me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's just so out of the loop compared to people like Sean Astin, who was, like, invited to all the events and stuff like that.
1: And yeah.
0: It's just funny to me. Yeah. But that's he's, like a, He's, like, in his 60s, though, so...
1: Vigo Mortensen thing. I wonder yeah. actually, I'm going to look up how old he is.
0: I'm pretty sure he's, like, early 60s. What
1: are you going to guess in age? Actually,
0: no. I'm going to guess 59. 59. Yeah. I'll
1: say... I'll say... I
0: feel... My gut tells me he's, like, early 60s, but I'm just going to say 59 because I don't want to offend him. Was, <laughs> I don't, don't want to offend Mr. Mortensen. 63. I was oh, literally going to say
1: 63, and I thought, no, I don't want to guess way too high, and then I never guessed. 60s, so, you were right early 60s. So I was right.
0: My gut feeling was right yes. early 60s. Listen then. to your gut, Grant. Not. Listen to my gut, and it's rumbling right now. Listen to your gut, Girl. not your
1: butt, Grant. Your butt said 57. Or what'd nine. you say? I nine, said fifty nine.
0: I was four off though. Mm-hmm. Four off, four on, what are you doing? Four
1: know. year four years can make a whole difference. Yep. Is that all you got for a current Yeah, runs? yeah, that's okay. all you got for current You can go ahead. <clears throat> all right. Now now, that was those are good current events. I liked the Vigo Mortensen thing. Thanks, man.
0: they were just little tidbits.
1: Yeah. So mine, um, is this man, his I can name close is my laptop now. Tombows. DOS. Tombo's. Um,
0: Bose these nuts. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, it doesn't really. Sorry. Sorry, sorry Tom. Sorry, Tom. Um, so, Tom. Tom, uh, on, Tom on
0: these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Grant. laughs> I'm You're re- disrespecting
1: I'm the name of Tom Bose. Sorry, I'm really reaching for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> re- Grant. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> sorry. Okay, so Tom Bose went and he's a photographer. And he went and uh, took pictures um in new zealand of the filming locations uh for lord of the rings and tried to get like the ex- uh close to the exact angles of what it was but they look really cool and there's 20 of them and there's like one of rivendell that gate in rivendell and he took a picture of it it's the one's that um you see uh oh, what is his name uh it's sean bean yeah, Sean Bean. No, what's the k- actual Oh, Boromir. Name? Boromir, yeah. I knew it started with a B. Boromir rides through.
0: Yeah, Bean also starts with a B, too.
1: Yeah. Um, Sean, Sean Boromir. Mm-hmm. Minas Tirith. It all, so, it lists the name of the Lord of the Rings location and the name of the actual location. So, like, Minas Tirith is Mount Cook National Park. Yeah. Um. There's... Uh, what is this? Where Gollum Goes Fishing is... Mangoero falls they're just super interesting to look at because they have side by sides of oh the, yeah. the two pictures but i'll link that below um one's kind of cheating because it's the green dragon it's just the Hobbiton set oh yeah so but like some of them he had to take treks through to get to yeah. but that's still cool going to the green dragon yeah and i feel like that'd be a super fun trip to go on just visiting because it's like you're getting Lord of the Rings stuff, but you're also just hiking.
0: Yeah, well you and I are both big hikers. Yes, big hikers. Big hikers. We hike up our pants all the time. Yes.
1: We hike big hikes. Yeah. Big hikes.
0: So that would be fun.
1: hmm But yeah, so you can see all the locations and what they look like now. Without the C G I and stuff. I mean, they don't look different. I mean the C G I is like like there's the elephant in one of the pictures. Yeah, yeah. There's not. And then movie. they also
0: with the movies too, they also kind of add that like like a
1: film color over it yeah, or whatever. It's kind of like a
0: bluish um tint to it a little bit. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, so that's all we have or that's all we have for uh current events. Current
0: events. So, and we still have a whole nother hour of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: So, next episode, oh. we have three chapters left. What, yeah. What are the names um, of
0: chapters? The Clouds Burst is the next one
1: bursting clouds and then
0: and then see. oh and okay. then it's um
1: clouds oh you want to guess them through was close one of them is the
0: return journey that's the next one that's yeah. the next one or
1: the th- second to next one. Second to last one, What's the last w- one called? so i got the clouds burst clouds return burst, journey, return and journey.
0: then um homeward bound no because no. that's the same as the return journey basically no. <laughs> the same sort of homeward bound i think might be in the lord of the rings yeah I don't know um
1: it's a song
0: thief in the night <laughs> <laughs> uh it's uh back home,
1: nope
0: on the road again Nope. I <laughs> just can't wait well no, uh, no, uh, it's a song,
1: no homeward bound is a song is what I was saying oh the name of the episode or the um chapter is not a song, okay, it's just three words, first word is the the Do you want me to give you, like, a synonym for it? Sure. Um, i got to think of a synonym for the second, <laughs> okay. the second word, because I know.
0: The final chapter. No, that doesn't make oh, any sense. Oh, did you sense. read my lips or something? The final.
1: You got the, oh, sorry. The final. Yeah, I was going to say the final chapter, for that would <laughs> be so stupid. Okay, I'll give you the a The final. We're, what, are, what are plays on in musicals? The final stage. Yeah, the yeah. final stage. So three chapters, the good chapters. They're short chapters, too. Yeah.
0: So we won't have too much to talk on those because it's not really like any, well, the third to last chapter is a pretty big yeah. point. But, but other then, than that, it's just kind of uh, smooth sailing from there.
1: Yeah. So we got those. And then we also possibly have a Lord of the R- or Hobbit trivia. Yeah. I got this trivia game thing from a bookstore I went to that had it. That'll be fun. Yeah. So I'll be quizzing Grant because if yeah. it was me, you'd ask me the question, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, give me a hint. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Actually, I'll probably ask for hints. Well, yeah, because
1: some of the first ones are easy and then it gets harder and harder. Yeah. But yeah. So thanks for listening. Read the next three chapters. Yep, the last one. The last three chapters. Yep. And then you'll be done with The Hobbit.
0: And then no more homework.
1: No more homework. And then we'll go right back to our regularly scheduled programming of random lore. <laughs> of ran-
0: random <laughs> episodes random lore, that we just yeah. pull out of our butts.
1: Yeah, we have a few that we're excited about. Birds one is a new one we're excited Birds,
0: about. Birds inspiration for Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. everything else. I mean, it'd probably be smart to go way back, uh, go to way the First back. Age, and kind of yeah. do some lore there. So. Yeah,
1: but so yeah, really, thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll see you guys next episode.